Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Scott Feld, who is the owner of Mind Zen Motion, which is a set of life skill mindset programs for tweens and teens. Scott, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thank you so much to me. Thanks for having me. That was perfectly done. Exactly what I did. <laughs> awesome. Love it, man. And love to have you on the show. We like to jump right in. So if you could start with talking a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay, certainly. Yeah. So 25 plus years living in San Diego, California. Dad of a six-year-old boy, Dax, actually recently published a book about him. We'll get to that part later. Dax to the max. Um, Here in San Diego, um, if you don't surf, you shouldn't live here. So I love to surf. You know, that's that's why we pay the big money. So we can go like out with the dolphins and catch some waves, things like that. So surfing is probably my favorite thing to do when I'm not, um, you know, working. Um, Yeah, so that's it. That's what's for fun for me. Love it. Love it. Surfing. I've never Do you surf? No. I'm in Austin, (laughs) Texas. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit more about what you do and what Minds in Motion is. Yeah, absolutely. So Minds in Motion, like you said, is for tweens and teens. I mostly work with the 10 to 12 year old and then the 13 to 16 year old sets. And I do what are called power parties and power quests. So I've worked with kids and teens for a really long time. I own an entertainment company here in San Diego called Extreme Fun. That company, um, very popular, lots of different types of parties. Um, And, you know, it got hit hard, just the legs swooped from underneath it um, when the pandemic hit, Um, no more parties. And though I have been a personal development, growth mindset, spiritual awakening, whatever you want to call it, um, junkie. And I have studied and studied and I have led and taught mostly volunteer oriented. And so this really created the opportunity for me to combine two things uh, that I was not only really good at, but had, um, you know, a decent amount of knowledge in, and that was entertainment mindset skills. This was a perfect time because kids were already very overwhelmed, very frustrated. Uh, Sometimes sometimes anxiety is how they would uh, describe their experience of life. Uh, Their confidence was down. They just weren't sure like what was going on and where to go. So that was already happening. And then throw a, you know, a pandemic on top of that and give them some masks and take them out of school and sports. And, uh, you know, these kids needed um, something to be able to navigate these waters. And so it was a great opportunity for me to combine the interactive entertainment with the mindset um, skills. And I created courses called the keys to unlocking your inner superpower. So you can become unmesswithable and becoming unmesswithable is that you have a direction, you know, where you're going and outside forces um, don't have such an impact on you. Um, When those circumstances and those conditions come your way, you actually have some tools, you have some superpowers to uh, bust through them. They don't stop you. They don't send you back to uh, the safe zone. 
So that's that's basically what I do with Minds in Motion. That's how it's how it all became. I love it. I am a huge fan of self-development, self-improvement, uh, spiritual awakening, again, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I'm glad that you were bringing that to our teens and tweens, because that is a age group that is for sure less touched when it comes to the personal development side of things. Um, and it's often left up to the schools, which don't always do the best job. <laughs> um, yeah i mean they have to follow a curriculum and they have to and it's a very antiquated one not really their fault just nothing's changed the kid i was talking to today said i'm not very good at math and his confidence was so low because he just felt bad he wasn't good at this thing even with a tutor and i was like dude first of all i don't think you're ever going to use math to be honest unless you're going to be you know an engineer that's number one number two is if you know that you're doing your best and you're trying and you're not just giving up, then don't let math be the thing that tells you if you're, you know, a good person or if you should be confident or not. You just go experience math for what it is, a stepping stone and, and a thing that you need to do. The power you have is how you are going to, um, how you're going to experience it. Not, you know, letting it bring you down, but just do your best, go through it and move on. And he, it, you could see like him lighten up just when I said that, like no one had ever said that to me before, which always confuses me in some way, because I'm like, it's so simple. Why wouldn't somebody just say that to him? But on the other side, nobody said it to me either when I was a teenager, because like you said, it's not the schools and nobody really, you know, talks about that stuff. They're just like, do your math and get a good grade. And if you don't do better, more figure it out. <laughs> do better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly that let's just do better <laughs> yeah just do better <laughs> <laughs> i love that um i love that you said that to him and what what gets me about that is when you're like 16 15 14 13 that is like literally your whole world like you're bad at math you're bad at basically your whole world and it's so important i was about to say um to have somebody speak into your life as a kid but it's always important to have somebody speak into your life because we all get absorbed in things that, um, you know, we attach our identity to it too much. And it's Absolutely. Not yeah. To me, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, you know, the, the stuff that you had to deal with was basically at school or at your sport. But now it's 24 seven, as we all know, they go to sleep wondering, you know, what people are thinking about their Instagram posts or their TikTok videos. And they wake up hoping they didn't get bullied and that things went well. And if things went well, they feel good. And if things didn't go well, they feel bad. And the inner superpower idea is that you just can't live life on that roller coaster. You know, you, you want to know why you're frustrated, overwhelmed, exhausted. It's because you never get off. And so if you're never going to get off, because I don't tell them you can't go on, you shouldn't go on social media because I would lose that battle, right? I, they would lose all listening. Yep. right there. So we have to tell them what the, what social media is, how much it controls them and just allow them to understand that at least they could have a choice to control it and control again, their experience of it, just like math. Yeah. So that's their power. Absolutely. I love it. So tell us a little bit more about these power parties and power quests. I like the naming <laughs> quests specifically so tell us about it yeah sure so i knew that when i did this that if i call them courses or i called them classes 
this was going to sound a little bit too much like school. And no matter what was on the other side of it, as far as a result, and no matter how much they may want that result, even if they didn't know they wanted that result, they weren't going to do it. Not only that, their parents were probably not going to put them in it because they would automatically put up that wall that goes, they have enough homework, they have enough study, they have enough this, they have enough that. So I had to make sure that I created something just from the outset that sounded inviting. So a power party is sort of like a one day, two, three, or four hour event. You show up, you get a power box. This is a power bar. I don't know, are we on video? This is a power box, yeah, okay. So this is a power box. Inside of it are all these props and toys that we use in order to ingrain what we're teaching and showing them. And we have the music playing, the DJ music playing, you're out there playing these games, you're getting this training, you're having fun, but you're, it's powerful fun. It's like play with a purpose type fun. So that's a power party. And a power quest is similar, except for one, instead of one day, it's weekly. So it's like an hour training call and an hour Q&A kind of chat call. So two calls per week and you do it over a six week period of time. The reason I have that is because we can do it both live and online. So I just finished a power quest with a group of girls, teenage girls in Australia, which would be impossible, you know, obviously one without technology, but two, um, you know, unless I, I created something where we could um, expand it around the world, English speaking world. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I was going to say, I like the power quest specifically because a lot of kids, including uh, myself, I'm a very young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Young adult, not quite a kid, but uh, <laughs> I played I played a lot of games growing up, and you would go on these quests in these games. But I really like your kind of approach of like life skill mindset for tweens and teens, calling it quests because in my head when I hear quest, I'm like, oh, I'm about to go on this like journey, this adventure to like towards a goal, towards uh, something that I'm going to achieve at the end. But it's also like in a lot of these video games, it's something I've been talking with a lot of people about recently. It was a very like um, structured progression, if that makes sense. So like in one game, which was really popular called RuneScape, you would have skills that you skilled up and those skills allowed you to do other things. I was like, man, you know, if you really looked at life like that in terms of like skills that I have and activities I could do to improve these skills, it would really help you grow like faster because it would make things very clear very quickly is something that yeah well it's not by accident right that i'm calling it power parties and power quests and that you're getting keys to unlock your inner superpowers these are all terms that i think are very relatable i did a lot of research and study and asked a lot of questions to both parents teens and tweens to get to this and who knows it could be tweaked again you know but th these are words that seem to resonate and allow the kids to at least go give it a chance and, you know, that's all we want is allow them to get in there. And then afterwards I hear, you know, wow, my confidence has gone way up. Wow, I see the world in a different way. I now have choice, which has given me freedom. So my anxiety has loosened up on me. And that's really important. And how you said, you know, you kind of level up, you go from one place, you can use what you got in that to go to the next, go to the next. That's how I designed the power quest and the power party. The very first thing, the base of it is that you learn all the things that you know, you talk about what do you know? What do you know about like what you would like to do? And what do you know about what frustrates you? And then we talk about what you know you don't know about it. 
it's there's like that you can see right i i don't know this and i don't know that like if you wanted to be a helicopter pilot you could go i don't know these you know 10 things to be a helicopter pilot but i could learn them and i could be a helicopter pilot that's in the knowing that's in your visual but the real big picture that would tell them is there's this place called the blind spot the the invisible area that you don't know you don't even know it the only way that you start knowing that is when you start going on a journey towards something and then things open up for you, you start seeing things right we can talk about walking on a trail and you wouldn't be able to see like what was around the corner it would be a blind spot to you until you got close enough to get around that corner but you got to take those steps to get there right yeah. and i tell them inside of this that i have like a board and i have a nail and my biggest goal in life is to get that nail into that board. But I've been tapping it with my finger for like so long and my finger's hurting and I really, really want to do it. So I'm not giving up. Da, 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 da. But all I've ever known is this is how you do it. And then along somebody comes along and they show me this strange object and they call it a hammer. And they tell me that this is a better way to do it. And I'm like, how do you use it? And, and they can't do it for me, but they can show me. And then I try and I practice and I miss and then I get it pretty soon. I've been able to knock my nail in much faster, but I couldn't use the hammer because I never saw it. Mm. But if I wasn't tapping that thing, nobody would have come along and I wouldn't have cared about a hammer if I didn't have that goal to head for. So then everything kind of leads back to that through the rest of the keys. You start seeing things you didn't see before, like the proper use of the imagination, a directed imagination, not a controlled imagination, directed instead of just letting it fly out of control. And sometimes it's like, oh my God. And sometimes it's like, well, maybe I can do this. You know, yeah. you control that imagination. And inside of my power box, we use Play-Doh for that. And so I tell them, you know, look, this is just Play-Doh and you can think about what you want this to be. This could be anything, think about it. And I don't want you to think about it like, do I know how to bake that? I want you to think about it from I want to be. And then you start making something with your Play-Doh. And if you mess up like that gear's not right on the cat that you're making or whatever. You don't quit. You don't, you know, I'm not making a cat ever again. You just, you know, fix the ear. You just put it down. You go, you go fix it until, you know, you get a cat and the cat gets better and better. The more you keep working on it. Well, this is you, this is your life. This is how you can mold things for yourself. Same thing. And when you give them like Play-Doh and it's tactile and they can use it and it's fun and the music's playing, all of a sudden this thing where instead of me sitting in front of them and just going, okay, you got a directed imagination and you can mold your life, da, 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 it makes way more sense and it's way more fun because that's very teen tween age stuff, you know, to use something like Play-Doh. So I have a bunch of toys like that to, uh, to get the points across, make sure they get it. Love it. Love it. There we go. Well, let's jump into your motivation now. What really gets you up and keeps you going every day? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I, you know, when you find your thing, it, you just do. And I think the most important thing, and it's part of what I teach is you got to take time to really look at yourself and go, what do I love to do? Like, what's, what are my favorite things? And how can I turn that into to my life? And, you know, there was somebody who said, I can't remember, they said, you know, if, if you find what you love, you do it better than anyone else. And you do it for lots of people you're going to live a very fulfilling, wealthy life, yeah. you know? And then of course there's some people that go, well, it's not about the money. Well, that's fine. Make a bunch of money and give it away then because it'll help people, right? Yeah. Take that money and expand it so you can help more people. Right. So um, it's, it's weird when they get into that poverty popper kind of mindset, like, you know, all righteous above money, but, 
but um, there's an answer for it. That's good. Uh, so um, yeah. So, you know, for me, it's a matter of knowing that there's more to do. Mm. And the more I do, the more I get, the more I give. Right. Another mentor, this one was Mary Morrissey. She said, life is breathing in and breathing out. You can't just breathe in, you'll choke. You can't just breathe out. It'll be uncomfortable, which means you can't just take, you can't just give. Natural flow of life is just to give and take, breathe in and breathe out. So I'm taking while I'm giving and taking while I'm giving. And I can see it growing, right? And I can see more people um, using it. I can see more people um, understanding it. And I can see it making a difference. And all I know is that you can't unlearn it. So when these teens, tweens go through my different power parties are, are, they may not use it all the time. In fact, they won't. I don't use it all the time. Sometimes I wake up and, you know, something happens and I know I can hear that voice going, you know what to do here, but I get reactive and I do the opposite. And then, you know, I clean it up and and get things back in line and back on track. Well, the thing though is with, unless I knew it, I wouldn't have a choice. I would just keep going down that other road, making things worse, getting more anxious, more excited, more frustrated right? Letting it build up on me. Pretty soon I'm carrying that with me. Then I go to the next thing. I carry that with me. And I'm like, you know, carrying 5 million pounds of frustration of the day's activities. And then I lay in bed and all I do is I think about those things. So I send them into my subconscious while I'm sleeping. So I wake up with them and I start my day with them on me. Well, there's choice. And if, if you don't know that choice, then that feels like a very heavy life and things can go really bad. That's where kids want to escape. I know you play video games, but you're here. And I think you play video games for the right reasons, but there are kids who play video games just to escape four five, six hours, just to get away from their problems. I like to say, play video games as something fun that adds to your life because you should have a fun, happy life. And if you love video games, play video games, as long as you know, other things are in line for you too. And you're not just running away because video games turn into drugs and drinking and bad decisions. And, you know, we know where it all go from there. So, um, Choice is really what I give them, the opportunity to choose. Yeah, I love that. The power of choice. It's free. (laughs) Let's go ahead and jump into your dreams and goals now. What is your vision for your company and the rest of your life? Okay, great. So I have some good visions for my company because um, I'm someone who believes visualizing, uh, you know, and sending that message to um, your subconscious is how you get things. Um, and how you attract things. We have a uh, particular activating system that allows us to attract things, see things in line with what we want. So if we don't know what we want, we're not picturing it, then we miss those things. We don't even see them, right? So um, for me, inside of Minds in Motion, the power quests, I want to, you know, be able to do these all over the English speaking world at this point. And then I would, I mean, at some point, who knows, I could share them with others who are bilingual and and they could bring them to other countries because, you know, everybody could use it. Um, And the same with the power parties, the power parties, I want to grow into quest fest. Quest fest would be one large giant gathering of people, maybe here in San Diego or over in Australia where there's speakers and breakout rooms and dancing and music and fun. Um, Similar to, um, there's a guy, Vishen Lakiani, who owns Mind Valley, and he does A-Fest every year. A-Fest is similar for adults, right? You just come and you party and, and 
meet, you talk, but the, the talk is all about, you know, supportive talk. It's, it's what are you up to and how can I support you and you make great connections? Well, I want teens to be able to do the same thing. How great would it be if they could get out of their normal, like, am I being approved of, right? And get to, I'm being supported. Like I have a community of people all over the world that support me and I no longer am hoping my shoes are the right shoes this week and they didn't change yesterday. And I missed, you know, something on my Instagram that told me that. And then I go to school and I, you know, I missed the approval of the day. Tough, tough way to live. So I want to do that. So I want Quest Fest, you know, Power Parties, Power Quests all over the world. Um, Dax to the Max, which is my book, if I could share that. So this got published a few months ago. Um, and it's an Amazon international bestseller, which is pretty cool. Um, not as cool as like a New York Times one, but who knows, maybe one day. Um, and this is all about uh, the power of imagination over fear. Um, I told you Dax is my six-year-old son. So I definitely want him to understand the power of his own mind, uh, his own inner superpowers. And so this is the first in a series. So I look for a series. When I put this out um, on uh, an app, uh, a lady picked up on it who was a producer. And so now I'm never having done it before over the last couple of months, I've run, written a pilot, I've written a, a season arc and I'm uh, working on a pitch deck with them. So we would love to have Dax to the Max become like a PBS kids type um, animated TV show all about mindset and how to get past your fears using your imagination and things like that. So those are some of my, uh, those are some of my goals. I love it. I love it. So we got be able to do power quests all over the English speaking world and eventually get it translated into multiple languages, grow the power parties into quest fests where it's a large gathering of people, teens and tweens to move them from being validated by their peers to being supported by their peers. And then we got take Dax to the max and really publish it as a show on PBS or something of that nature. Yeah, exactly. Something of that nature. We're working on it. We, we're working with a production company. We signed a shopping agreement with them. You know, they're, they're legit. They know what they're doing. So um, that was not in my radar, but that's just one of those things that comes up because I was on the journey. If I hadn't written the book, yep. that wouldn't have happened. So who knows what's next? Yeah. Um, but I'm, that's the path I'm on to those, those things. And they're all inside the same scope. You know, it's all growth mindset. It's all life skills. It's all Mindset training is just how to get it to each of the different age groups in the different mediums that I've created, the different ways I've created. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. Well, if there were one or two people that you can meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take the next step towards these dreams and goals, who would it be and how would they help you? All right. Well, you know, I, I mentioned Vision earlier, and uh, I don't know if you're familiar, but Mind Valley. Is kind of a hub for um, the biggest names in uh, personal development, um, even meditation and spiritual to go to. And they run um, their own courses through uh, Mind Valley. And then Vision has also written a couple of books. Um, I think that what I'm doing is a similar model, um, pretty much accidentally, but it's a good model. Um, he doesn't do power parties, I don't think. He doesn't do power quests, but he does courses and he does them for adults. Um, but I think a connection with him would be incredible because he doesn't have the age group that I have. 
And if we combined, I could learn a lot from him. He might learn some things from me and we could expand this, you know, globally much faster than my own organic reach that I'm doing. Although it seems to be doing pretty well. Um, it's growing. It's just growing a little slower than, you know, like that, like I think that would. So yeah, I would love to meet him. And then and what was um, his name one more time? His name is Vishen Lakiani and Mind Valley is his company. And then can I go back in time a little bit to someone who's no longer with us? Go for but, it. I mean, I would have loved to meet and hang out with Neville Goddard. So Neville, you know Neville? I have no idea who that is. Okay, so Neville Goddard is somewhat, they call him somewhat of a mystic, spiritual person. And he really takes a lot of religious teachings and makes them really uh, biteable, really easy to digest and how and very usable, like in our modern world. Um, and I listen to and read Neville all the time. And Neville really speaks to me um, because there's stuff that's out here that seems kind of like still kind of woo woo you know, even in, even where we are now and where I live in San Diego, like, you know, we're probably the least woo woo, um, out there, but still there is like, it was hard for them to get yoga in the school districts. I mean, why, you know, so, um, because it, you know, it, it has some kind of stigma attached to it. So, um, he takes, you know, for me, what would sometimes feel like mystic way out only can speak to you know the people living on the mountains and he brings it right here to, to me you know and i go oh. so i really love neville goddard um, that's the best way i can explain him he's deep um so neville and yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> there we go well what are the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you accomplish your dreams and goals mm. Well, you know, the first thing is, I think, simply that open mind. As I said before, most of us have not had this type of mindset training. It hasn't been available to us. So an open mind to understand that this is a helpful, maybe even sometimes life-saving, definitely life-transforming type of education. And Parents, if you know, if you don't know it, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's like you're not really supposed to, to be honest, unless you went outside the box like I did. And then for me, it wasn't just going outside the box. It was like living outside the box and seeing how far outside the box I could go and studying it every day so that I now could bring forth, the, you know, this to kids and teens. But what you do is you get, you know, someone like me and my company as a coach and we join the team family team right and so the thing that you don't know which you know if your kid wants to be an actor singer dancer you know basketball player at some level you may or may not be that coach and you can't I mean you're not supposed to be you get to be the parents who get to support them and I get to be the coach you know and I get to help them with the mindset part so that they can go on and it just adds to everything else that they're doing they, they want to be successful in these things it's mindset, a lot of it, right? It, it, you can practice all you can practice, but if you have no confidence and you don't think you can do it and you think others are better and you're worried and you're overwhelmed and it doesn't feel good, it's not going to happen for you. 
Yeah. Right. If you keep looking like, oh, I'm not as good when somebody else does a little bit better, it's not going to happen for you. And so we, I really want people to know that, you know, that this is just should be normal type stuff. So being, have an open mind to it and, you know, give it a try, allow, allow someone like me or me to come in and, um, you know, help out and really help your kids and teens uh, get to where they want to get to. Um, and, and to me, my market really isn't necessarily kids who are like, you know, down on the suicidal level or, you know, have been prescribed a lot of, you know, medicines and stuff like that. I really do believe that that might be more psychology, psychiatric type stuff when, when they're there. And I don't feel qualified, nor do I step in on that. I might have some good things to say, but they might need to get to a certain point before they could even hear me. My market is those kids who really want to do more. They, they would like to, but they feel stopped. They feel limited. They feel unsure. They don't know where or how to move. And doesn't it seem so silly that we could show them? Like we can just tell them, well, here's, the, here's what you do. Here's the things. Like here's how you do a math problem. Here's how you write a sentence, right? Yep. Here's, how, here's how you do it. And now you have something that's usable. So yeah, just that open mind to be able to give to the kids so that they have the opportunity to have this. Why would we keep it from them? There we it's go. Mean. It's mean. Don't do it. it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some might say uh, we have a moral obligation to like really work on ourselves so we can give and give and give. And so especially when we've already reached the point where we have learned a lot of stuff that our kids are wanting to learn or um, we have access to it. It really is mean and um, immoral almost to like not yeah. give them. So, I'm with you. I agree. Totally with you. So awesome. That's the mission. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our thriving three now. Our first question is, what is your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Um, okay. Let's go with favorite book and um, power of awareness. I'm going back to Neville. And power of awareness is so important because everything really does come down to what are you aware of? What are you aware of around you? And what are you aware of about yourself? And do you have a limited mindset where whatever you're aware of, that's it for you? And you have turned beliefs into truths? Or do you have an awareness of who you are in the world, the energy that you are, the person that you are, the I amness, and the ability to really do and accomplish whatever you set your mind to, as long as you set your mind to it, you get moving on it. So um, that's why I love the power of awareness, because I think everything comes back to that. You know, what are you aware of about yourself and your surroundings? What do you think is true? Yeah, yeah. Self-awareness is key. I agree. Yeah. And what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Go surfing. Um, <laughs> you know, when you're out in nature with some waves, you're getting exercise. Um, seriously, you see dolphins sometimes. Uh, it'll do your heart good. Um, so that, um, I do like to eat well. I'm not a sugar person or anything like that. Um, not too many vices, thank goodness. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I exercise, I, I think it's so important. So that's physically, but, uh, you know, in the, in the line of work that I'm in and what I believe, I believe, you know, spiritually, 
um, is just as important. So I make sure I meditate. I make sure I slow down the, the noise so that I can really focus on what I want. Even, even if I'm not focusing on what I want, I'm just quiet. And I think that's a really great way to take care of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to really make that connection with vision from Mind Valley? Ooh. Well, <laughs> I should probably re-up my membership for one. <laughs> I've let that lapse. That's going to be the first question. <laughs> um, so that would be one. But, you know, and, it, and, it's, and it's so important because I need to reach out to him. I need to share and I need to take some of my own advice. Is sometimes things seem big because we've decided they're big. They may not be. Um, and so we put obstacles in our way towards it. And we say, we'll get to that later. Or when we get to a certain place in our business, or he wouldn't listen to me anyway. So I need to, um, this talking about awareness. I mean, just this conversation has made me aware, you know, just thinking about it, that that's basically what I've subconsciously done. I haven't really said those things, but that's really what I have done. Otherwise I would have just reached out to him if those things weren't in the way. Yeah. So it's really just a matter of re-upping my membership. I'm not joking. I think that's very important. And then um, reaching out to him and just really sharing um, Dax to the Max and Minds in Motion with him. Yeah. And, and, I, and I have to continually do it. I don't think I'll get him on the first try, but I, I think I'll get him. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think he has tweens or teens? He has two kids and I think his daughter is nearing that tween age. I think she probably is closing in on, you know, nine or 10 years old. So yeah, his son's a little younger. There we go. looks like it's getting all queued up for you. Thank you. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you for saying that. I'm on it, man. <laughs> well, awesome. We got one last question for you. I think you're going to be uh, particularly equipped to answer this question okay. so you know how there are people on the planet who have that really fixed mindset they're not willing to accept help they're not willing to accept change sometimes they'll live their whole life like that and sometimes they'll die like that unfortunately other times they make the switch to more of that growth mindset willing to accept help and willing to accept change in your opinion what is the catalyst that causes that switch yeah um well the first one is a perfect description of my mom and my dad too, 80 something years old now. If you're watching mom and dad, you know, it's true. Uh, <laughs> first ones to say it. Um, you know, I think that something has to rattle you, rattle you enough. And, you know, whatever that is, is different for each person where you say, there's gotta be something more, something different. I'm not willing to put up with or accept things the way that they are. I coach one lady, she's in her 60s. She had had many different emotional and physical traumas in her life. Her fourth one was getting laid off. And that was finally what we call, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back in a way that had her go, I'm not going to live like this anymore, you know, at like 60 years old. Sometimes it takes that long. Other times it's simply just hearing something and wanting to further kind of journey down that route. Maybe 
you did get a book or maybe you heard something in, in your church or, and you wanted to find out more about it, right? Maybe you watch this podcast and it's it. It's like something resonates. You're like, I really would like to have more confidence. I really would like to have more success in this area. And I really don't know how to do it, right? I would like to have less frustration, less upset. And I really don't know how to get rid of it. So sometimes that's just the catalyst, just, you know, those words that you hear from somewhere. And I, all be- I believe that the more I get out there, the quicker I talk to vision, probably, um, then the opportunity for more people to hear about it and go, yeah, that's my catalyst. I just got my catalyst. Yeah. So yeah, either something that rattles you or something that you hear would be my answer. There we go. Well, yeah. awesome. Scott, is there anything else that you want to chat about? before we sign off no i mean that's that was amazing i really appreciate all the really great questions um and uh yeah i just hope you know people hear it and and we can all just do something together not me do something for you let's do something together the 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 kid i'm just taking on now in a new private power quest which is also an option because some kids just want to do it alone i don't do too many of those but i do a few you know, we decided that him and his mom have a great relationship. He's 13. They should do it together. And so she was up and she was willing. Thank goodness she had an open mind. It wasn't just like, oh, no, I already know everything. This is for him. She's willing to do it with him. And that meant a lot to a big smile on his face during the consult, you know, said it all. So um, that's another option. You know, if parents are always talking about, I can't connect with my kids. They're always doing these things I don't understand. Here you go. Let's connect with your kids. Let's go on a quest. Let's have a PowerPoint. Dude, that selling point right there in and of itself is enough to scale across the world. Like literally, you let's go every family. So. <laughs> I know. I hear you. Awesome. Well, there we go. Scott, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much to me. Awesome. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Scott had to say, make sure to reach out to him. The website will be in the show notes. As we always ask, shoot this podcast to one to three people, you know, need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes, and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.